Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and small home birth practice. I'm Meredith Rout, also a midwife with the same small home birth practice. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant for you guys at our out-of-hospital practice. The best. Woot woot. Oh, I just Bring saw back the on your can, it says Beef Wellington for two. I was wondering what you were saying. I was like, that wine does not <laughs> remind me of Beef Wellington. I'm drinking a can <laughs> of red wine and apparently there's a recipe for Beef Wellington on the can. Yum. Two servings for one person. It's my kind of meal. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty good today. Um, last night, I beat my personal oyster record. I ate 40 oysters in one sitting. Oh, oh Holy shit. God. Yeah. How's your zinc feeling? My zinc is feeling fantastic. I'll bet. Feeling on top of the world. What, um, down what on creation. did they have? I'm going to live vicariously through your experience. Um, they had like the cocktail sauce, but then they also had the plain horseradish mm, and then a homemade mm-hmm. like hot sauce with mm, the peppers and then yes, I put Tabasco on yes. as well. Yes. Mm. Oh. 40 that's yeah. insane and then there was these i can imagine your, was, could you even like see your table underneath the piles of shells i mean they kept bringing them the, t- the ch- trays away but and then we also <laughs> had more because uh they had some really great oyster shooters as well Ooh. that i've never had before so they are like bloody mary it's like a bloody mary oyster, oyster shooters right? delicious that sounds magic so yeah i'm gonna be free from covid for at least the next <laughs> week after all that zinc at least and horseradish <laughs> it cleared my sinuses right up and remember that time remember that time i planned a, a romantic weekend getaway only to have meredith tell me where we were going was closed for oh COVID. yeah i, I hate being the bearer that. of bad news <laughs> Did you? Because you were really smiling while no, you were I was smiling because I was I was felt so bad. That's and I was way, so uncomfortable. That's her way of trying to like make the news more positive. <laughs> if I sh- if I shine my teeth towards you, it won't be so hard. Oh, like when she when you were telling me that the baby was breached and the feet were coming out <laughs> and you looked like your face was about to burst open with gle- gleeful happiness. And I was like, wipe that bug and smile off your face. Apparently, that's my face before I start to panic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's magical. <laughs> you make that face a lot. <laughs> it's because I'm always panicking on the inside. Just kidding. So we had an interesting week. Um, you say that every time. People are going to start. Our lives really aren't that interesting. Interesting is going to start. It's like the norm now. I guess so. I guess we're fortunate that way. Although I don't know how fortunate this week was. Um, but it seemed like Saturday was like the day of births because mm. we were supposed to go to a barbecue that we had planned for the first day of spring. And I was at a birth that I'm it was like t- a birth workers gathering barbecue yes. basically. But I think that the universe is like, this is the day that everybody's going to have their baby because-, because so many of us made plans. It's like when, yep. when a birth worker makes plans, it's like an angel gets its wings only <laughs> instead of that happening, the universe goes blink, blink, what? And then <laughs> all of us did it. So then it was really like, absolutely yeah. not. It's raining babies. Boo. Hallelujah. So I was at a birth that I was at for a really long time, which is what our episode is going to be about that's a understatement yeah really big understatement and um so then on saturday morning the day of the 
of the barbecue we get with like started this whole group text like barbecues today you can come at this time i have this it was food a gen's this food. house yeah and they had like an amazing brisket and i was at the birth it was so delicious and i was like oh, i'm at this birth and i've been here for so long and i don't know when she's gonna have the baby i don't know if i'm gonna make it and then while i was like waking up from like laying on the couch i got a text message from jesse who I back up for her sometimes, but I've never actually ever had to back up for her because it's kind of rare. You actually have to use your backups. So she texted me and she was like, do you think you could back me up for a birth in Northern Virginia this week? And I was like, I can't. I'm at a birth that I have no idea when it's going to end. So she never, it was never ending. Yes. So I was with a client giving birth. She had two clients giving birth. You texted in and said you were at a birth. At a birth, yeah. And then Nikki texted in and she's like, I am also at a birth. Yeah, she sent a picture of all of her stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I'm being quiet because I was bouncing in bouncy castles all Saturday and it was magical. (laughs) Your weekend sounds like... (laughs) Once again, you're the one person that gets... To well, relax. <laughs> Meredith is having. Hey, that's what you get. You having deserve a small it. home birth practice, and you, you deserve it. To, you Meredith actually get time is, to yourself. Meredith <laughs> is having a period of being off call, which is not where I'm at. I'm like at the most call on call I've ever yeah, been. Yeah, we're opposites right now. I hear Key West calling your name though. <laughs> yes, it's it is. Coming. She's leaving <laughs> on a jet. It's coming. Day. So Can't wait for it to reach fruition. Um, <laughs> so. So, yeah, today what we're actually talking about is how we as birth workers deal with really long births and some of our experiences with really long births, because especially us, we're not like hospital birth workers where you come in and you work your shift and you leave whether people have had their babies or not. So if we get called to a birth, we are at the birth until it's over. Are we also talking about like those times where you leave and then you get called again so it's like you're just talking about never ending Mm -hmm. never ending births and how we deal with them and maybe some. do you see how we plan ahead yeah (laughs) and maybe some like tips and tricks i think we've said multiple times we don't so people are used to it by now maybe some tips and tricks for like ways that we cope during long births if we really have any of those We, it's j- our ongoing text thread. Yes. I feel like we all cope in a lot of different ways. Yes. So I'm like, gonna, I like to snuggle and have dance parties, but it's not necessarily everyone's style. I like that too. That definitely helps me. <laughs> My pants are so tight. Yeah. I did that thing where I just gained a bunch of weight again. <laughs> Great. And now Muscle I feel mass, like, you mean? Yeah, that's it. And it's terrible. I'm sitting here right now. Like, I feel like an overstuffed sausage. Because your like, ass is so large and delicious and beautiful. No, you look adorable. I feel like I have a camel toe to beat all camel toes right now. I like how she called herself an overstuffed sausage. And then you said she looks delicious. <laughs> and I'm a veg. Hey. <laughs> we have a really healthy she's friendship. Got a, she's got a nice eggplant over there, too. <laughs> Eggplant emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I zoned Um, out for a minute because I was trying to find that picture of us after that shift that we had. Yeah, so long. so longest birth ever. I was trying to find the... It tells us how many hours we were up on the thing, but it's not popping up. We'll post that picture. 64. Was that what it was? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the birth that I was at this week. So I feel like what's been happening lately, and I know we've said this... Let's talk about you. Yes. (laughs) Well, this is the reason why I we're mean, having the, the episode. This is the so. Jessica McKee podcast featuring Kim and Mary. No, so. I just had to get in my movie reference. And shut so your, I did. Shut your mouth, you overstuffed sausage. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. <laughs> so um, 
this was the longest I've ever been with a client. But like we've said in the past couple episodes, I feel like what keeps happening is we do an episode about something and then the universe either proves us wrong or like the thing that we just talked about happens yeah there's like no middle ground right now it's very extremist yeah and so at the beginning of this month because I have a lot I have a lot of clients this month at the beginning of this month um I was like oh man this month is gonna be so long I have four primips that are giving birth and I was like and then I have this one grand multip but she's gonna be it's gonna be super easy and I'm one I'm, hour I'm afraid that I'm not even gonna make it <laughs> one hour you kept saying one hour I'm gonna drive all the way there yeah and not even make it because how long yeah. are her last labor so her last short, one right? birth so it was like her water broke and the baby was born within like an hour <laughs> so that's what we were fully anticipating um and so the universe again like crapped on us because the both of the primate births i've done this month have been yes both of the primate births i've done this month have been super duper fast and so um i finally got called to this grand multip birth the other day and drove 100 miles an hour <laughs> yeah i no, i did and grand multip is five plus yeah just for listeners yes she's it's five right not six it's five. yeah and she was over that she's almost doubled that so um, she's gonna get the cheaper by the dozen discount soon yeah so um just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that's not offered through linden tree or premiere no <laughs> or brookhaven so anyway so I get called to her house and, or I get called to the birth center because she was having contractions. So we spend the whole first night like she's having contractions too much for us to feel safe sending her home with her history of precipitous births, but not enough that anything's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so we labor like all day, all night. Um and so then, like, I can't even, the timelines, I was there with her for three nights. And so the next day. <laughs> I'm glad we had this conversation earlier so you could work out the timeline. I know. Because we so were like, wait, how like, long was it? It's kind of blurry to me. So I know one night we, like, finally gave her, like, some meds and we were like, you need to sleep. And she went to sleep and I went and slept in the other room at the birth center. And the next morning we ended up sending her home. Over the counter medication. Yes. I'm just. Over the counter medications yeah. that can just help stop labor, which. If you're really laboring, that's not going to stop your labor. No. But it worked for her. She slept through the night. We woke up the next morning and we were like, okay, well, you're not having contractions anymore. So we feel safe sending you home. Let us know if anything happens, thinking like it could be a week from now. Mm -hmm. So I um, go out that night. I had plans to meet a friend and I did appointments all day. Then I had plans to meet a friend. You were so excited. I was so excited. About this band. I was really excited. Oh, I'm really excited about this band and I've never even seen them. I was more excited about our friend that you were going with. Yeah. I know. It was Irish music. So I was so excited. So I got my first beer and I sit down at the table and she just gets there and she was going to dance Irish music. And. I get a text message saying, my water just broke, heading back to the birth center. And, and you so, said she was a little bit contracting at this point, but not like super. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, I got to go back again because I'd only been home like seven hours. Not that you weren't excited to have a baby. Yes. But you were with Sarah, who we loved so much. Did you get Sarah to like get on stage and dance for you really quick before you left? And I also <laughs> was feeling like I was again going to miss the birth. So I like haul out of there, like rush down the interstate like get there and like nothing's happening so we stay up again the whole night and this time I didn't even get to sleep because she was having contractions again like every 
seven to ten minutes and so i was so tired because i had not really slept like not a ton of sleep spaces there and there was a bunch of y'all there too so i wasn't i was you know that couch that's in the willow room yeah. so i Tiffany loves to snuggle you just get right up she in there she loves snuggling i mean we did snuggle a little bit we pushed our boobs together a couple times um <laughs> The epitome of snuggling. That's like that's (laughs) like a giant, giant Andre the Giant snuggling a teeny tiny person. Listen, my (laughs) my boobs have gotten bigger, Kim. Not compared. (laughs) She's got her fat boobs on right now. Glorious (laughs) boobies. So anyway, so I that whole night because she was having contractions intense enough that she needed help through them, and so I would go lay on the couch and close my eyes for seven to ten minutes, and then when I'd hear her have a contraction, I would jump up and I'd run across the room and I'd rub her back, and then I'd go right back down and <laughs> and close my eyes and we did this all night long how, and, and how that's just it like people say how do you do this all the time i don't know well i don't that usually... is not normal that's torture yeah yeah not just for you but for I her think it's also because generally speaking like i know we do really long labor sometimes but generally speaking like we know for us it's short term like we aren't going to have to be up in yeah. labor for three days and we're not going to have to take care of a newborn for yeah. the rest of our lives no afterwards. but even still if you step back and think about it like not as you would most people there's no way in hell they'd be yeah able to get up every seven minutes yeah. for 12 hours yeah. like that's not a thing it's really interesting the amount of dreams you can have in 10 minute increments yes. I, especially when you're like so tired i had some really weird dreams like in, in seven to 10 minute increments and i'd wake up and i'd be is like that, oh. is that when you had the dream about brock no i had that when i got home the next night and had my full night of sleep that's when i had that weird dream about you need a therapist to tell you what that dream meant yeah i had a dream that her how old is he now six seven as he will point out i had a dream that her seven-year-old son pooped on the floor when she walked out of the room and then also somehow in my mouth are you sure that's not like a flashback to his i know that's what i potty training era you did you taste it in your sleep yes and it was so real and then i was trying to rinse my mouth out with water while having it touch my mouth as little as possible and then i started throwing up in my dream Ew, that's it was disgusting. Really, it was really gross. And then and what weird. did your best, most amazing, kind friend say to you in your dream? Uh, you said something like, I don't understand why you're being so dramatic. That sounds about right. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking, Jess? Considering you have so many orgasms in your sleep, it's a miracle that you don't like have orgasms while you're supporting people in labor and like I falling be, asleep for five I to seven minutes. I would be terrified. Could you that imagine? Happen? That would be crazy if I did. I'd wake <laughs> up and be like, oh, you're doing such a good job. <laughs> like, why are you making labor noises? I'm the one in labor. <laughs> I did not have any of those dreams that I can think of um, at that time. Um, Was that too much? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm very proud of my orgasm dreams. You have the best sex life in your sleep. I know, right? How many orgasms did you have this week? Like sleeping (laughs) or awake or both? Intentional or unintentional? (laughs) I don't hate you for that. (laughs) My brain controls my pelvic floor. Um, So anyway, what was I saying? Just talking about orgasms. She got sidetracked. Oh, you were running back and forth. rubbing Every seven minutes, rubbing her butt. Yeah. And so I kept having these crazy dreams. Um, And so then the next morning... She's still having contractions, but like they're still not going anywhere. Like so and that's when everybody's texting me about the barbecue. And so we stemmed a little bit. Uh so again, this came into our other episodes, like we did breast pumping, we did <coughs> Ooh, I just swallowed my spit. 
That's we did look. castor oil. <laughs> At least um, it wasn't poop. <laughs> yeah. We did castor oil. <laughs> yeah. And so eventually her Struggle. contractions finally start to like pick up and we're like, yes. Um, but she didn't. Oh, and another funny thing about this is that my mom ended up coming in too. Oh, really? Because my mom just happened to be teaching a birth class. Oh. She always has a class. Yeah, you guys birth. have been linking up a lot, I feel like. Yeah. And so I walked down. She's like, oh, hey, I know you. And I was like, yeah. But apparently, because the class was there when the mom actually like started really laboring hard, she's like, that's oh, so right. You didn't tell her, right? No, we didn't tell her they were out there because she had a thing about people knowing she was laboring. And um, did she find out later? I don't think so. Oh, cool. She doesn't listen to her podcast. So how, oh, how long did she stay postpartum then? Um, she stayed. Well, she didn't oh, have the right. she, she didn't have the baby till like four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, she didn't have the baby till like four o'clock in the afternoon, so the birth class was like gone by that time. But um, my mom said that they could hear her vocalizing like nice. the whole birth class, and then my mom said at one point she's like. Oh, I think that was probably crowning. <laughs> was it? And I was like, yeah, it was. And I was like, yep, if you're a birth worker, you know that sound from, uh, from across a, a building. Away. <laughs> it gets very high pitched. <laughs> but so we figured out the reason why her baby. So the baby was finally born at like four o'clock. She was exhausted. But we figured out the reason why her birth took so long. Um, the baby's hand was up under his chin, pushing his head so it wasn't flexed. Mm-hmm. So oh, it was that, is that slows things down yeah. so much. So eventually she pushed the baby out that way. It just took so long. And you think about that in the context of a grand multip, like those poor primips that deal with that and how long that takes. That's so crazy. Yeah. And uh the baby ended up presenting like being born transverse i think tiffany said so the baby didn't even come out like the normal way so just, yeah that's just so he came down and then he didn't even rotate he just kept oh. coming down that with way with his hand under his chin with his hand oh, under his chin yeah, no wonder probably like one of how the hardest labors push? yeah how long did she push for and that was another thing we're surprised where she pushed for over an hour wow yeah, that gosh that's like as a birth worker like your worst nightmare because like something's up but they're pushing this i long. know and by that time i was so tired and like i had gotten really hungry but i knew that the baby could come out at any time so i was like i need to stay here until the baby comes out and then i can go eat <laughs> I was like, we're still pushing. I just need food. It takes so long as birth workers to get to that point, too, where you start thinking about what's next, like, or what's yeah. after. Because usually you're, like, super in it. Yeah. And you know you've been there forever when you start daydreaming about what you're going to do afterwards. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I left that birth because I didn't end up leaving the birth center because I stayed for the whole postpartum until, like, almost nine o'clock at night I think and I drove home and I was okay driving home and then I went to my sister's house and I sat down to have a drink and I was sitting on the couch and I was like oh no I think I might be hallucinating it's it's time for me to go home I hate when that yes. happens and so I actually I, think it's hilarious uh, so I went home and I passed out and I slept for like 12 straight hours and I had like the craziest dreams so amazing oh that's when you had the dream yes that's can we when talk I, about our hallucinations do you guys yeah so yes, you have a pretty wild one, Kim. Oh, I mean, mine. When I had COVID, I, I got a fever and hallucinated. Oh yeah, that was the funny. So that was text. fun. I was like, I don't need these antibiotics for this strep throat. Why are all these cats in my house? Wait a minute, that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> at least you knew. But it at wasn't least real. I realized it. And I was like, well, this is interesting. <laughs> fun. All right. Were you petting them? All right. Once you realized right. they weren't real, were you having no. fun with it? No, just everything was a cat. And then it wasn't. I'd turn and be like, what? cat. And then, no, that's a chair. 
<laughs> or cat nope just one of the millions of piles of laundry in my house and i was like what are all these cats why are there cats everywhere <laughs> and then and then i was like oh that's not it's not a cat it's just me anyway yes i've told the story before for our longest birth i waited for the stoplight to turn yes i waited for the stop sign to turn green i don't know how long i was sitting there i could have honestly blinked out for a second yeah and then i was like oh my god it's a stop sign it doesn't turn <laughs> i'm gonna keep driving um, so I have had happen hallucination wise before that I see animals jumping out into the middle of the road in front of me. That's, That's what I have. So but there's nothing actually there. Yeah. I and did pink rabbits once. That was really the weird. The time that happened, I, remember that. I was mm-hmm. like, um, I was driving home from Harrisonburg. So it was a long drive and I had to stop at every gas station along the way. Like I would drive and then i'd see a gas station i'd stop and i'd sleep for 10 minutes and then i drive and then i'd stop and sleep for 10 minutes it took me probably two hours to get home oh, it's such a this la- no not this last not time. this no, last a while time ago. so my friend april and i um years ago <laughs> drove to new jersey it took us 12 hours to get there we ended up yeah. in philly but anyway i was following a mac truck and I was like, why is it going so slow? But I don't want to, like, whatever. I'm just going to stay back here. And I was, like, pretty far behind it. But I didn't understand what was happening. And she was asleep in the seat next to me. So she woke up and she goes, why are you going so slow? And I was like, well, I don't want to hit that truck. And she goes, what fucking truck? And I was like, what? And then I, like, shook my head and it was gone. I was following that thing. There may have been other reasons for that for a very long time (laughs) before I realized it wasn't it wasn't a thing it was the the reflections in the road and just in my mind it was like the tail the tail light of a mac truck oh my gosh hallucinations are a thing they really are i do want to say about this birth though that while i was there the longest i've ever been it was i was not the tiredest i've ever been because you got like rest in between because her labor wasn't super intense until the very end and even if you get like a 10 minute cat nap it's like changing your entire life i don't know why that makes such a difference i think we should talk after the break about ways that we deal with it as birth workers but yeah i've had other really long births a couple of them i can think of two that actually ended in c-sections that it was like i was there for just 40 hours straight like contraction after contraction after contraction and just like working 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 no break yeah and those were the births that i was the tiredest at this one was not but it was just like it was frustrating because it was like why is it not going right like Like after everything you've done for the last like 24 plus hours. And we know that this mom can have babies and she does a really good job at it. So it's like, why isn't it happening? And when is it going to happen? And you did all the rebozo. You did everything. Sometimes they just don't move. Yeah, it was so frustrating. That happened with my birth this week also. I did all the spinning baby stuff. All the everything to try and get a labor to kick in do you remember when i fell asleep in the squatting position holding the mom's i was just thinking that we should talk about how we've learned how to fall asleep standing up oh man yeah especially when they're like in it Mm -hmm. and those zeta waves or theta was zeta Zeta. that's that's in college (laughs) that's the theta waves like hit you and you're just like Zeta was the name of my uh high school latin teacher oh that's a cool that's actually a pretty fun name but you were i just remember waking up because you were like kim and I was like, what? Oh, 
I'm here. I'm good. 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 Good job, you. Keep pushing. Which is hilarious because I think about like getting into a squat and my thighs within like two seconds are burning. I love like, to so squat. how the hell do you like end up falling asleep in a squat? Like I don't your know. legs are it's there must crazy. be like some way to like it makes you think when you're working out, you could probably get through that wall because like if you can fall asleep in a squat, you could definitely do a hundred of them it for a workout. Hurt me to squat. You just struggle. I don't know why. You gotta squat the right <laughs> way. You gotta practice. So big. It's so heavy. Those are off balance. So heavy. So, yeah, there's been other times where it's, like, for 24 hours, I will just, like, rub it back and then lay my head against a hospital railing. Oh, like Jane's birth. I mm-hmm. have that picture of you guys oh, all gosh. sleeping together. Like, it's the best when you have a yeah. client that you can, like, just sleep on. <laughs> yes, we it's do have that picture. <laughs> her husband was sleeping at her feet, and I was sleeping. No, I was sleeping by. You were at her feet, and was he was, her like, feet, at he her was head. by her head. And every time she'd have a contraction, we'd like rub her back and talk to her. And then we'd all just like conk Pass out, out for like four oh, I minutes. Love it. So, th- yeah, that's probably one of the best ways. But a picture of that somewhere. Um, does anybody else have like any other really long birth story they want to share before we go to break? I, I mean, we, we have share. them, but we can, we, we can just I mean, keep sharing. We have so many. I mean, I know we've shared birth Mageddon a hundred times, um, but I also want to say that those really long births can make you really emotional. I want to tell one more story real quick. I had a client who, um, it was her first baby and I had been the doula for several members of her family. So I like knew their whole family, like everybody loved each other in the family. They would all always come like the grandparents and the aunts and the uncles to the births. And so, um, I was her doula and it was one of the longest births I've ever done. And it ended in a cesarean, like, things just kept happening kept happening like she got to like complete with a lip but on the right side and like the lip just would not go away and then they wouldn't give her an epidural because she finally wanted to get an epidural and sleep but they couldn't give her one because she had some kind of nerve pain in her mm -hmm. leg and so she just kept trying and trying and going and going and going like past beyond what you would think is humanly possible and then finally like made the call to have a c-section and they were like you do realize that if you have a c-section you have to go under general anesthesia because we can't give you a spinal or an epidural and so I walked out of the room and I I wanted to talk about how being tired like that can make you so, so overwhelming emotional yeah. so emotional and then yeah. it's so hard to make decisions yeah. yes so I walked out of the room and I walked into the waiting room where all her family was who I've known for years and they're all like come up to me and they're like, what's going on? What's happening? Tell us what's happening. And I walk up to them and I start like trying to explain to them that what's happening. And I just like start sobbing. Yeah. Which. And you don't sob. That's everybody. It's so weird when you do that. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And I didn't even feel it coming. It was all of a sudden I was just like, well, I hope you like got some words out to imply that it wasn't like a huge emergency no, situation. I did. I did. But it was, started, it was almost like I vomited tears. And I was like, I'll be right back. And I like ran to the bathroom there, which I think that the bathroom and the waiting room of Winchester Medical Center OB is like where I've had the most like ugly cries squatting against the wall. I was realizing that when you're talking earlier, like when I think about my longest birth, I always think about the ones like I think how tired I am at like the center at someone's home. But I actually think the most tired I've ever been has been in hospitals (laughs) Yeah, because that's when you've like been up with someone for days and it's nothing's working. So you transfer. When when Fiona had her first baby, I remember it was so weird because I, I we were in when too. we were in the shower and I was like her husband and I were taking turns with the yeah. 
the shower head. Mm-hmm. We were also falling <laughs> yes. asleep at yes. that point yeah. also. Yes. And it was so weird because it was like I was half hallucinating. I was certainly falling asleep in between. And then I'd pass it over and that's when I'd sleep and then he'd pass it over. And then, you know, fast forward to one of our postpartums is she wrote me this beautiful card and in it, she was like, I'll never forget looking down and seeing you like holding the shower head and half awake. And it, it made me cry. I was Aww. like, oh my God, it was so emotional. It was so hard. And the fact that she remembered that moment, like yeah. I will never forget that moment. Cause yeah. you just don't forget those moments yeah. when someone's working so hard. And when you have long births like that, and I think I've said this before, but I think it were even more when you are like with someone for so long Mm -hmm. you get like you're seeing people in such a emotionally like different space that's out of the realm of normal human interaction yeah yeah so it's like you do get this kind of um like this closeness because it's like you've been with somebody through their most vulnerable vulnerable they've also seen you at your most vulnerable like you're passing out like sitting down and it's like how often do we see people just in it working i could think of one time that i lost my like shit during a birth and it was like yeah same thing where you've been up and witnessing this person just like trying and trying and trying and trying Mm -hmm. and then we ended up transferring for an epidural and like she was about to push her baby out but it was at the point where she was literally about to walk out of the center yeah if we didn't help her Mm -hmm. and she was like begging for relief and so even though we like knew that and hoped for that for her like we ended up transferring and um i'll never forget like we walked into the room and she's like wanting to she's like about to push her baby out but no one knows it yet and so she's like not wanting to lay down but they're trying to do a monitor on the baby and like check her and stuff and so she's like panicking like full moding like full mode panic she's like i just need to move i just need to move i can't lay down and she like starts like screaming yeah and it's so intense and we've been up for days at that point so i'm sure she also was like at her last limit like she was mm-hmm. exhausted so everything felt overwhelming and so i'll never forget i just like burst into tears and i like turned oh, around yeah, so she wouldn't see this. me Aww. and then the midwife i was working with literally just like pushed me onto the other side of the curtain in the hospital and she was like yeah like i don't know that's so shocking she must be so tired because she's never done that before she's so tough and i was like oh that makes me feel a little bit better but holy fuck like i've never felt this way before like i've never just like yeah, Meredith lost. Never cries. That's so uh, weird. I, well, it's only the only time ever when someone's ever called me tough emotionally um <laughs> but that's why it was different <laughs> that's why it was weird yeah, meredith is not tough like why doesn't this story fit because meredith's not tough emotionally um Anyways, when you like, it's a weird place to be in, and it's like you don't really know what to take away from it, right? You're just like, yeah. oh yeah, you can hit that limit. That's all you can take away from this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like being stuck between worlds. I want to tell one more story. I had a birth that ended up really well, but she was a V back, and um, her birth. I thought you were gonna say she was a vegan. I don't know why that <laughs> happened. No, it's really important to the story. She was a V back, and like I was with her for a really, really long time, and we went to the hospital, and again, like just so long I was there I don't even remember the details anymore but I do remember that as soon as the baby came out because we were like working hard the entire time and as soon as the baby came out I think I was awake for like 15 minutes and then I went and sat on the couch and without even meaning to I completely passed out (laughs) for two hours I was just dead to the world and I woke up and they're like we didn't want to wake you because we know how tired you are. Oh, my And then gosh. you feel terrible. Yeah, I, feel so I didn't bad. feel terrible because I had to drive home. Like, she was birthing somewhere that was over an hour away. So I knew I had to, like, drive home. But it was, like, 
my body couldn't even take it anymore and i waited until the baby came out and then all that adrenaline crashes and it's just like i have several times just slept on the hospital waiting room floor oh yeah yeah. pre-covid of course we have a picture of me yes doing that if they get an epidural and they want their partner to help them you have to leave and you're out of the room for like 40 minutes and then you're like oh thank god i'm just gonna and then you just lay there until you haven't even you have to you can at least push two of the chairs together no i can't it's so uncomfortable i just right on the floor comfortable i have a picture actually from one of the births me and marielle did together that it was super long and I forgot about this birth, but we went out to the, for her to get an epidural and we went out to the waiting room and she took a picture of me curled up like on the floor. I'll have to find it cause I know it's in my Facebook and we can post it for this episode. Um, but yeah, you figure out how to survive off of very little sleep for semi It is kind of cool to know that you can do it. It's kind of like yeah. a, I don't know. I'm really thankful for it in life because it's like if ever we're in crisis and we don't sleep for three days, like I know we got this. I'll be fine. People say that sometimes when I go out, they're like, how do you do this? And I'm like, oh, this is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm having a good time right now. I've I'm got really, at least seven more waves not left. not even working. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of our coping mechanisms for getting through long births. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So our sponsor for today's episode is once again, our Teespring shop. Do you love cute shirts with birthy sayings on them? Do you love our logo? Would you love to have a mug or a bag with our logo on it? Well, if you like any of those things, then our Teespring shop is the place for you. Um, We will put a link to it in our posts on social media, Um, but it's the Wine About Birth Teespring, and we are really trying to raise money in order to get a professional to add closed captions to our YouTube videos so that the deaf community can enjoy our podcast as much as the hearing community. So check out our Teespring shop and um, enjoy the rest of the podcast. Cheers! Welcome back from that delightful break. Welcome. 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 Ah, that was Welcome awkward. to the Twilight Zone. So, <laughs> I know. I'm very awkward. I can't help it. Um, so as we always say, like whatever we're talking about, it happens on the podcast and vice versa. And this morning, I always tell the kids, like I take them to school every morning, regardless. Mom guilt. Yeah. I know. And so this morning I was like, okay, I love you. I'll see you. I'll pick you up if I'm not called to a birth. And Evie was like, well... weren't you just at a birth and I was like no I slept last night and she's like I just don't know how you do that and I was like yeah it takes a very special person to be a birth worker yeah possibly crazy crazy yeah (laughs) Yeah, like like I don't really know and I said so you might want to like rethink Rethink. what you want to do and she goes oh no Ren and I are absolutely 100% we're going to be midwives we're going to have our own like thing together and we're going to do all births Mm -hmm. together and of course I'm just Makes I can't my heart so happy. Yeah, I You're can't like be bursting with glee. Any happier at all. So I'm like, oh my God, we'll help you. And if you need to sleep, we'll watch your babies. We'll do whatever you need. Like Aww. So it was just funny because she was like, Oh my God, you must be so tired. And I'm like, life goes on. Even if none of our kids get married, if they eventually do that, we can be midwifery grandparents together. Yes, we can. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm trying really hard to like get really excited about this, and I really am, but I've also seen Evie angry when she's tired. That's and right. I just don't see that. 
She'll be like well me. She'll her. be like, you push right now. <laughs> but also, like, Kim, you have, like, multiple personalities. You have, like, your birth personality. You have a disorder. You. That's but, why I'm a midwife. Yes. I'm crazy. You have your birth personality, but you also have your at-home personality. So no one would ever think, if they met at-home Kim, that she'd be able to do what she does. Because you're like, uh-uh. I'm going home. I'm falling asleep by 730. I'm not waking up till tomorrow morning. Your favorite band is playing five minutes down the road. Oh, God. I just vomited. No. Nope. Nope. Like, we'll even come over your house. So she's like, get out of my she's like, house. Get, it's get nine out. o'clock. That's what I did last <laughs> yes. time because you were supposed to be gone yeah. when I came home and you weren't. And you were still in the hot tub and, and we you were, were both happy. drunk. Yeah, we were, were like, happy. you get out of that hot tub right now. Yeah, we were like, this isn't about you. It just happens to be on your property. Like, fuck off, Kim. She's like, it is now time for you to leave. <laughs> Another thing that I was thinking of this morning because we, I was thinking about Evie and Ren being together. And I know you're going to have kids eventually. So then started the struggle that I actually need to think of what I want to be called as a grandparent also uh-huh. is it weird for your kid to call me mimi or should it be kim should it be auntie kim i don't know what your kids should Aww. call me. whatever you want them to call you i just want them to call me jess okay no. yeah <laughs> jess is gonna be like don't call me you know how i am Ma. with you i'm like you're my daughter and my best friend and my sister it's a very weird relationship i know so i don't know this kid has to be something well alice is already auntie alice so she is already oh. in the culture like okay we we're on uh, we we're driving up to our house earlier and Penny was like, you know, like some people are your family, but they're not really related to you. Like, that's like Auntie Alice. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So it's going to be you guys. So it could be whatever you guys want her to be. I love it. Evie was asking what she will be when her brothers have babies. Ironically, same conversation. And I said, you're going to be Auntie Evie. And she was like, do I have to be? (laughs) (laughs) No, I guess not. Um, Also, I feel like you and Evie are having some big conversations recently. I know. Well, it's always like this. This is why I like to take them to school. Because on the way to school, you would not believe the stuff they bring up. Like sexual preferences, like what they're doing. This is all of them together. Which is hilarious because when we were kids going to school, we were like sleeping. Right. (laughs) No, my kids doing our homework. Chuck doesn't understand. So he's like, they don't talk to me about this stuff. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe you're not open open to communication. (laughs) So anyway, going back to the whole point is that at home, Kim literally wants to sleep any chance you get all the time but then this opportunity comes birth, once kim, in a lifetime. birth kim is just like can stay up all stinking night yeah like it's a party and so sometimes i feel like i want to call you out on that when i'm like we should go to the brewery and we should listen to our favorite band and we can dance until 10 o'clock and you're like that sounds you have awful. to admit no. though she I'm does like, if it was a birth you would do it every couple That's months true. she gets a burst of energy for about a week she where does, she does yep. a bunch of stuff and then she like silently retreats back i'm into coming her into that yeah this weekend it's usually be fun. you have your good week while chuck's having his bad week so i know that's because the universe hates us yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm but telling you, I think we have a rooftop bar. You guys should come yes. drink at the rooftop bar. You know, bar. we roll up. Chuck's going to get really he would upset. Be so even though pissed. he just invited another group of friends to come with you because apparently they're cooler than us. <laughs> but you know, he'd be pissed. But would he be pissed or would he be like, yeah, they're all with me? <laughs> well, considering that Justin and I will be in ball gowns, he'll probably be embarrassed. <laughs> I don't think he could be embarrassed. He's been no. around the Englands now for a very long time. <laughs> and the he Englands, held hands with Kyle and walked through Seattle. So the Englands, I think he's fine. The Englands is, is Kim's maiden family name. Not yes. like and a they're country. like a tribe of their own. <laughs> he's been around the Englands for the so England. long. Yeah. The ball gown connection. Speaking <laughs> of which, this, um, <laughs> this Christmas is our Christmas and Brian is coming this oh, year. I, was also I miss gonna, Brian. Huh? I, oh, I thought you said who's Brian. <laughs> I was like, you 
you cheered first and then asked? That's weird. <laughs> also, this episode is this half is definitely just us hanging out with mics in front of our faces. That's right true. So now. let's let's roll it back let's and let's it talk up. about some of the things what do we do that we do to cope with long births. And you just sent me some really good pictures of me yeah. sitting at birth, so I didn't realize. You I thought had. you were a child in that picture. Honestly, you look like a young, she's very so young tiny. person. Yeah, I am a young person. You are at heart the youngest. People say to me, "How old are you?" Oh, I thought you were much younger. And then like, I laugh and I laugh. And I thank them forever. <laughs> and, then, and then I go home and cry. <laughs> yes. Um, we sleep on the side of birth. Tub, yeah. So I know napping and everything. Yes. Then. So I think that's the biggest one is closing. And it's the same thing we tell moms when they're in labor is closing your eyes any chance you get. Like even if you close your eyes in five minute increments, it's going to do more for you than not than just pushing through katie will force me away like if i've been up because i don't like to call nurses in yeah until like the end yeah so she's like you go lay down right now and yeah. i will the last time she did that i fell asleep and i woke up and i was like oh my god yeah how long did i sleep like i feel amazing it was like 22 minutes yeah, yeah. it's shocking when you feel like you slept for the whole night and it it's does been like 20 minutes it just changes your whole life yeah. well we were talking during the break about um the people that you're working with making such oh, a difference and being able to get through it. Yeah. So what were you saying about that? Oh, Meredith? Oh, I was telling out Al- me and Alice's story of like when we became best friends was we both, I'm trying to remember, Alice will remember the story, but it does become, I'm realizing it's hard to this episode. Cause like all the times you've been sleep deprived, things kind of start they blurring. All run yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what, what had happened is we had each been at separate births. What had happened was, what had happened was, which both went really long. And then I, we were both, like just more. exhausted in crisis so we met on this like shoe shoe shine that's hard to say shoe shine stand in harrisonburg and just kind of cried in a public place in each other's arms and people kept like walking by us and like knew who we were but didn't like clearly wasn't a space for them to intervene and say anything so they just kept <laughs> staring at us so we're just like sobbing on this shoe shine stand oh and yeah capital ale house at capital ale house and then like we're like oh we're so like we're done we can't do this anymore like we're at our limits like we're so thankful we have each other we're done and then literally at the exact moment where like we're done our phones ring simultaneously and we look down weird is yeah that? and we had to go to a birth together where she was the doula and i was the midwifery student and i was just like girl i don't think i could get off this bench right now if you weren't going with me like it was Aww, so you got it you carried each other through we did. it's like trauma bonding it the people that you go through those hard births with you really do get bonded to in a different oh yeah it's a whole other way level. and like those clients too like yes especially those transfers where you're in the hospital after like a really rough couple of days like yes. you're so connected with those clients but also like i'm a huge snuggler so for me like taking the time to just like be with somebody and like get to like i don't play with each other's hair or just like snuggle it makes such a big difference i wanted to say i wanted to say talking about how we like to cuddle that today me and meredith haven't seen each other in like a week it's been way too long and so today she came into my house and I was like, per usual. Yeah. And I don't cuddle with my dog. Like, it's not a thing that I usually do. Yeah. I've no um, ever seen you snuggle yeah. with a dog. And so I was like lounged out on my couch eating food or looking at my phone or something. And she immediately walks in and she just lays right on top of me. And I like put my <coughs> head on her, on, on your head. Yeah, you and I like hair. start petting your hair. And Benna like sees us and she's like, oh my God. 
Oh my God. Snuggle we're cuddling. Time. And so she. We're snuggling. It's happening. It's happening. She's like, is here. Snuggle time. Go. And so she <laughs> jumps onto the couch with us. She lays her entire body over Meredith's body so that her face is right in our face and her butt is like up in the air. And she's just like the she happiest. She's so happy. Her, like butt swaggy. She's like, yes. And Jess is happening. Like, Jess is telling this story like it's an anomaly. Like I don't even notice that Fena is on us because like in my house, our dogs are always snuggling us. It's just like normal. <laughs> and Fena would snuggle me all the time. It's just not something that I, I don't like. Sometimes I'll sit on the couch with her, but I'm not like, oh, let's snuggle. I only do that with <laughs> Meredith and a couple other people, not Kim. Occasionally her not children. Me. I snuggle with my children. <laughs> I snuggle okay. with Ren every Every night. once in a while. Every once in a while, I get an urge to like, oh, I just want to snuggle. But it's hard to watch it happen. Though. I know, but it's awkward <laughs> if I do it. It looks weird first off. <laughs> and also, Jess and I are always like caught off guard. Like, wait. And then, and then you guys react to me like that weird gross by at the uh, guy at the bar or whatever when he's like can i buy you a drink and you're like ah yes and you I'm can like, but then go away i know but that's why i don't do it and then i finally get the urge to like maybe i do want some snuggles and then and you, you guys treat feel me guilty about it yes. afterwards you're like can i just let it a snuggle the other day Fine. after the birth we were at together like i was standing in the office door and kim was like sitting there charting as she does like i make that sound i can see her boobs when you do that because you just put your hands like right underneath your boobs i'm just imagining your boobs like so like i was getting ready to leave and so i like went and i like hugged emily and i was like bye emily it's so good to see you and i think i even hugged jen and like kim is just like typing in her chair and she stands up like she's gonna hug me and she like turns i walked right towards you and then reached around you to get a key <laughs> and then you were like I just really and I was like, is she gonna hug me right now? It and was then, like we were like boob to like, boob. You see her like backing up away then, from you. But she read my mind. She's like, I realized I just stood up and it looked like I was gonna hug you, and then I realized that was weird, so I didn't hug you. I got the keys instead. And I was like, Good talk. I'll see and you, you later. Like, that sounds more appropriate. <laughs> and like the people witnessing are probably like, these guys are friends. But it was like, like that awkward thing when you wave to someone because you think they're waving at you, but they're not. Oh, I love those <laughs> yes. moments. And then because you like looked at me like you came like you you kind of like came towards. Uh, and I was like, what? No. It's like you went in halfway for the kiss. And then yeah. I was just like, whoa, you misread this real hard. I'm like, no, step I back. I actually once I had the most <laughs> awkward moment. I was going into a bar or something. And, and like this guy, he was like an older guy and he went to hold the door open for me <laughs> and for some reason the way he did it was like he was trying to give me a hug and mm. because i'm like so awkward if somebody wants a hug for me i just like just do it went in and hugged him and <laughs> <laughs> you hugged an old man that was holding the door for you. <laughs> Were you like, thank you so much. You make my whole day. And as soon as I did that, I was like, you were just holding the door for me, weren't you? <laughs> he was like, yes, I was. He's like, that's but I'm new- not complaining. Like, that's that my new favorite story. It's awful. <laughs> Did my he make you favorite. feel terrible about it? No, he laughed. He was like, it's cool. Made my day. Imagine if you try to do that during coronavirus. Oh, my god! You'd probably get punched in the face. No, this was a long time ago. So, but anyway, going back to the people who you do births with, it actually helps so much the people who you do births with, too, because, like, the birth I was at this week, um, like, 
there was a group of people some of us knew each other some of us didn't but everybody was so encouraging and so like the midwives and the birth assistants the third night they went and they like laid down and went to sleep while I was like helping her through her contractions um so the next morning when things were like getting a little bit more intense I was still like working and like sometimes when you start to like fall asleep or you slept in increments you're more tired Mm -hmm. than you were and you have to kind of like snap out of it and so they like come in and they're like we appreciate what you're doing so much. They went out. They made eggs. They made like potatoes with ham and like onions and peppers. And they brought us like this plate of like eggs and all this it's deliciousness. It's like what got through the end Like of a it. bowl of fruit. They're like, let me get your coffee. And so just having people who are like, we see what you're doing and we appreciate that and we want to help you through it. And I've even had that with nurses at the hospital who are just like let me go make you a fresh pot of coffee. Like mm-hmm. I see what you're or doing get you right some now. Peanut butter crackers. Yeah. Like, Oh let- my gosh. At the birth this, my birth this week, yeah. the sister came down afterwards and it was like, they called at 1130 and then again, it, so there was no sleep. Yes. From us. And she was like, going to Chick-fil-A. What do you want? There wasn't even a question. Yes. Katie and I were like, Oh my God, chicken minis. Yes. Orange juice. Potatoes, like it makes everything your whole day. on the breakfast menu, please. I was just like, this is amazing. Just people being thankful, and so like also, um, at the end of this birth that I was at forever, the she was like, I want to order everybody Olive Garden, and so we all got to pick everything we wanted. What? And we were like, oh, do you so get excited. endless breadsticks if you get to go? What does that no, look like? They just pat, they like pack up a can specific you, amount. I can them. ask for extras. No, I don't know if you can or not, but we got so like just the gratitude of the people around you that help you out through it or like even times when like we're at a birth and I'm the doula and like you're the midwife when you guys are like I can rub her back for a few minutes like step out and go do your Mm -hmm. thing and like take a break get some air and so I can't which cracks me up because I always think that like you do all the work (laughs) At those births. <laughs> you always help. You always help. But you have a thing where you never think you do enough. So, yeah. um, but I also want to say like there are ways that you can snap yourself out of tiredness because when you get into a mode where you're like tired, tired, dragging, there are ways you can snap yourself out of it. So coffee, coffee, five hour Water. energies. Work I love really five well hour energies. But cocaine. also, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do not do Driving that birth. High on cocaine. Kimberly Haynes, you better watch your gloved hands. I just made that up. No, that was I was lot. really enjoying that. <laughs> they still use cocaine on your um, nasal septum when they're doing um, any sort of nose surgery. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Like mm-hmm. actual cocaine? Like if you're, for a deviated septum, they it, it says one of the teachers I used to work with panicked and canceled his deviated septum repair because they were going to rub cocaine onto his nose why to, do they do that to is numb it to numb they the don't membrane. even just call oh. it something else it's not just like a medical version of cocaine it's why just don't they cocaine. just use lidocaine he claimed it said cocaine on it are you sure you didn't just see lidocaine and he was wishful thinking well, cocaine lidocaine I mean, isn't topical yeah it, can, it be. can be but no he was pretty sure of it interesting fact check go- that we're gonna be googling that they could also that. use clove oil um okay, okay but then can, some of the other things that we can be. do when you're like in it and you're like losing energy is stepping out of the room and doing like what we were talking about. Sometimes I'll just like step out of the room when I'm so tired. I just literally want to die and I'll do squats. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> I or, do dance parties or a dance party, yeah. like anything to change the energy. 
brushing my teeth sometimes mm-hmm. like it makes you feel it's like having a newborn it just makes you feel human yes. for a second yeah. it's easier if it's daytime because you can step outside yes. and kind of like run in a circle and that yes. is one of my favorite things about births too it's like you as a birth worker you really do appreciate the power of sunlight yes <laughs> because yep. you will be i'm done i can't do anymore it's 3 a.m i'm exhausted and then all of a sudden the sun comes up and you're like okay i can do this there's like a shift that yeah. happens i found the times that i get the tiredest at births are those couple hours right, right before, before the sun like comes up mm-hmm. and you're just like no and mm-hmm. then the sun comes up and you open the blinds and the sun comes in and you're like all right i can go for 12 more hours yeah. if i and need you see to it with the moms too yes like they get a reawakening as well it's pretty wild to see yeah and so then like that adrenaline just keeps going and you just keep keep going until the baby finally comes out and then yeah. when the baby comes out all that adrenaline crashes and you usually you get like careful. an hour after the birth yes but usually we're there over an hour no that's true the last hour is pretty rough usually yeah so that put man when you crash that's like katie and i that's when we find ourselves sitting in the office yeah mm-hmm. and we're just kind of zoned out or doing like anything move. but cleaning it's, and we'll yeah. be like okay hey, get it together it's also the worst because like during the labor you really try to hide it right like yeah. you don't want your client to see that you're exhausted but postpartum when you're just like cleaning or taking vitals you don't really hide it as well so they're they're just like i'm so sorry like do you need to leave it's like no i'm fine yeah, it's like you have you have to go home and take care of a baby yeah remember that time that i we went to a birth together and like immediately afterwards I went and passed out in the prenatal room. For, oh, like, the, oh, that picture we have of you getting oh, with yeah. the blanket over your head. Cause yeah. I was like, where's Jess? And then I found you yeah. dead asleep. Yeah. No, dead that asleep. was Nikki. Nikki's the, the one blanket with the blanket over her head mm-hmm. uh, in the chair. I that, no, no, there's a picture of Jess on the orange couch with a blanket over her head. Yeah. Too. Okay. Nope. Separate. There's been all, a lot of all stretched out, center. like curl, curled up into the, the, like yeah. corner of the cushion. I do have a picture of Nikki like in a chair in the blanket. She looks like some weird. Oh, I have seen that from Cocoon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Also, the worst thing you can do, I find, is take a shot. <laughs> I have yes. To, I still oh, do it because it is like a gosh. nice celebration. But oh man, when that we kid. did that at Marta's birth, yes, that was. It was a bad choice. I mean, it well, was we had awesome. a lot of shots. We had a lot of shots because it was like they presented it in a way that was like, if you don't take the shot, you're offending. Well, that's Marta. She's I'm like, like you, you take it. Get drunk now. Spend the night. Do it. That's now. what we're doing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are a pussy. She said. Yes. To me. <laughs> don't be a pussy. I am Marta. That's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> but like taking shots after birth is fine because at Marta's birth, we weren't tired. But and we then just, we were all off call. Yes, and we were all off baby. call after yeah. her baby. But um, like happened to the me drive the other home night. Can be really I thought rough. I was fine. Like I had a second wind. I drove the hour home. I was like, I'm gonna go to my sister's because she was having people over. And as soon as I had that first glass of tequila, my body was just like, and that done. was <laughs> stupid <laughs> nappy time. And I was like, I I gotta go, sis. And she's like, Why? We're just getting started. I was like, I think I'm hallucinating. <laughs> And she was like, you do look a little weird right now. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely have to go home. <laughs> Jose Cuero uh, gave me that shot himself. Yes. <laughs> Is that normal? <laughs> he was standing behind the, the bar. I spoke Spanish to him. 
We did a little salsa dance. Alice and I on the night of that birth, make the not the birth make, that was a different night. The night that I was talking about with the shoe shine stand, we got through that birth, and then we had to work at the restaurant the next day. And our shift oh, starts God. at six in the morning. So awful. And so she was such an angel. I think it was my shift, and she offered to take the first half of it so I could go home and sleep for three hours, and then I would come take the second half. And she, people were telling me about how rough her shift. <laughs> because oh she was like i thankfully everyone at the it was such a small restaurant everyone knew who we were so they knew we were up at a birth all night so they were very patient with us but like she would be like she just said she just walked up to people's tables and just saying like pancakes <laughs> so being like what would you like she was just pancakes just pancakes <laughs> and probably everyone got the wrong drink it was a nightmare and so i like did that thing at home and i was like i'll sleep for three hours and i'll be fine well it's that thing where it ends up making you feel worse yeah so then i roll up to relieve her and it was just so it was such a bad day All like you i was so lucky that we didn't I'll get be fired asleep. soon so but i i do as we end out the episode i do think it's prepared me for other times in real life that helped me get through mm-hmm. it though because i remember one time that i connected birth work and real life real hard my brother was coming through town for one night and i was supposed to leave for disney world the next morning me and my mom were going to drive to disney world so i was supposed to spend the night at my mom's house and then wake up at like 4 a.m and drive to disney world but my brother was like i'm coming through town i'm staying at our friend's house for one night you got you should come out and you should have some drinks with us because i haven't seen you in a long time so i went to their house and it ended up being one of those things where we had so much fun that I ended up staying up and drinking tequila till 4 a.m. And then I felt like a teenager again. I was like, oh, my God, I got to sneak into my parents' house and try not to let them know that I stayed out till 4 a.m. drinking tequila. And so I, like, snuck into my parents' house like a I'm teenager. I'm guessing you were doing the driving the next day. Because most people be like, that's fine. I'll just sleep the way down. Well, we were going to share. But I was like, I'll just make my mom do the first leg of the journey. And so did you sleep the whole time? No. So I snuck into my mom's house and I laid down in the bed and I was like, oh, my God. Yes, sweet, precious sleep. But we were supposed to leave at 430. She said she came in at 430 and she saw me sleeping. She's like, I'll just let her sleep a little longer. So I slept for one hour. It was still dark. Finally, she wakes me up. We get the kids out of bed and she goes, um, I have trouble seeing in the dark. Do you think that you could drive (laughs) until the sun comes up? And I was like. Do I tell her I'm still <laughs> drunk or no? <laughs> Regrets. Regrets are being felt. And I was like, okay. And you know what? I Did rallied. you drive until the second the sun came up and then you're like, out. <laughs> I think I drove for four solid hours. Oh, my God. And I just... I went into my birth zone and I was like, you got this girl. And I wouldn't say I was drunk at that time. Yeah. I was just super just tired. So tired. But I could have been. I was just so tired. But I was like, all right. And we got all the way to Florida straight. And so, yeah, it, it prepared prep me for life. It prepared me for real life. When my friend Ashley and I went to Thailand, our last part of our trip, we were on PP, which is like the party island. And everyone says, go one, go for one day because you can't you just say PP. It's called yeah, PP. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't heard that? <laughs> no. It's called PP. It's like the party island. PP. Um, and like you're only supposed to go for a day because you can't sleep like yeah it's just a party island like there's ragers until 6 a.m and then you know then you just lay on the beach all day the next day so we got stuck there for four days and so we didn't sleep for four days and my friend gave me the nickname comeback kid because like we literally didn't sleep for four days oh my gosh it was insane and then we had a like a long flight home so by the time i got back to the states it'd been five days it was like thank you (laughs) birth work (laughs) yes let me party 
forever. We got this. <laughs> so it's time to wrap this episode up. So to sum it up, yeah, basically... Do birthright because it prepares you to party real hard. <laughs> we don't have to tell a birth story of the week because we just told birth, we told birth stories. We kind of opened with one through the but entire yeah, thing. If you're a birth worker or if you're not and you want to know what we go through, just like, yes, like we understand just like labor that it's short lived and we will get through it and we will sleep another night. And we can't complain because we aren't the ones laboring. It's easier to say that if you're not still on call. True. Which is why I love knowing when I'm going off call. Yes. Because that's what gets me through anything. Knowing this Friday I am done for seven days. I can do anything until then. But if we have to keep going, which we've had to do before. It's so hard. It's so hard. But you can do it just you like can. labor we're, we're i wanted to say that after features. this week's birth tiffany texted me the next morning and she was like and guess who got called to another birth oh right after i left that birth. and i was like thank god it wasn't me yeah was she with you the whole time yeah yeah, yeah she was there the so whole time hard. i was so but anyway like if you're a birth worker out there we got that and i had you know you do what you gotta do just like the moms in labor do what they gotta do and it's all worth it in the end it is can we invite some stories for our upcoming episodes that we're doing yes so we are planning some serious episodes coming up and we want to hear your stories um because we feel like it's more real if it's coming from you guys and they will be intense so we're going yeah. to do an episode on giving birth after surviving sexual assault mm-hmm. so, so we want to hear your opinions or not your opinions anyone's experiences that they're willing to share about sto- that yeah stories what helped what didn't help like just examples yeah. of how this provider helped you or how this provider ruined your birth i mean it could be yeah. whatever you or want how like your history affected your birth because right. it's not a conversation that i think happens very publicly but i think it's a really important one because it happens it, a lot more than people realize it especially in the midwifery community because women choose out of hospital providers sometimes to avoid any male you know mm-hmm. contact so we see and it. to feel like they have more control, control. over the situation right yeah. because we you know true informed consent and all that but anyway if you have anything that would be helpful to people who are listening we would love to hear that or if you need a space to process right yes. um so email you can do email you can do instagram wine about birth at gmail.com or you can facebook message us too mm-hmm. yeah um we're also doing an episode about uh loss so either like miscarriages early losses late losses stillborn babies yeah anything that you would like to talk about anything that you want to send us again it's not that we're asking for these sad stories but if you have a story that you want to tell you're welcome to or if there are things that helped you get through it that we can share that would help other moms that would be amazing yeah and then we're also going to do an episode about rainbow babies so welcoming a new baby after you've had a loss and all the feelings associated with that so we would just love to hear any and all stories about that um and we're excited for some guest speakers to come and share those episodes with us yeah so yeah that's what's happening in the future so please share your stories we'll make um social media posts to remind everybody um but yeah all you birth workers out there all you moms out there uh you are badasses it's world doula week so to all you doulas out there thanks happy world who stay awake hour after hour after hour after Uh, hour after day doulas make the birth every mom should get one yeah so all we have to say to all those moms that do that and all those birth workers out there that do that cheers. cheers